Well, joining us now on the program, we are learning more about TerraMax and some of the great work that they do as a company helping farmers across the country. Joining us for a conversation is their CEO, Doug Kramer, is with us. Doug, great to talk with you. Thanks for joining us on the program today. I hope you're doing well. Uh, I am doing well. A busy time of year for us all, but uh, I do appreciate the opportunity to come on and, uh, and share some thoughts with you. Well, let's uh, let's dive in and have a conversation. What are some of the most common myths and misconceptions uh, that you hear about biological and microbial products? And, and how do you address these misconceptions uh, as you work with folks uh, with TerraMax? Uh, probably, Jesse, the most common is how many different jobs a certain product can do. You, you, you hear it repeatedly. It's one of the ways... I believe you you want to winnow through things. Uh, very much, I am not a silver bullet guy. Uh, that I am very much, and Teramax is very much, how many different tools, reliable, consistent tools, can we build to put in a farmer's toolkit? That's really uh, how I think about these kind of issues. And and what are the problems we can address with microorganisms? Uh, you know, is it is it nitrogen fixation? Is it moving phosphorus, potassium? Uh, there are numerous examples of potential applications, um, and, and yet many many uh, companies will muddle the message. Uh, and I want to be careful because I don't want to call out individual companies. Uh, you know, they all almost all of these things may have an impact. They may have an effect. Uh, it's part of the complexity of nature, let alone microorganisms. And uh, so, how, what job do you need done? What are you looking at to do that? Uh, typically, one of the biggest areas that gets muddled is the difference between specific jobs, if you will. Think nitrogen fixation as opposed to soil tilth issues, which is a completely different thing, different set, often usually a different set of microbes that are mediating those things. In other words, the breakdown of plant residue, and that has a particular impact. Probably not fixing atmospheric nitrogen and making it available to the plant. So uh, mm -hmm. those the, the myth and misconceptions come from people overemphasizing how many different jobs they can do. And, and it's tricky because there are many, many different microorganisms that are capable of doing many different jobs. We need to understand them and thus their application, where they might be useful, all those kind of questions, right? The, if you will, sure. the science behind the ideas. Sure, sure. Well, and, you know, a lot of farmers, I, I think, yeah, they're, they're still very skeptical of certain biologicals and microbials, you know, given obviously the kind of the misinformation that you just talked about. Uh, how can growers evaluate a product to decide if it's going to be a good investment and right for their operation? Talk about that, Doug. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you the, the, the first and primary answer in my mind and one that many farmers don't like to hear. Try it on your ground. You know, do a test plot. And, and uh, many don't want to take the time, don't have the time, 
you know, they, they may be at a operational mode that they're fine with that, that, you know, these aren't problems that rear their head every day. Uh, and, and thus, you know, the reliability becomes an issue. The consistency becomes an issue. Uh, you know, what do you see every year on your farm? Uh, I'm, we at Terramax are great fans of uh, duplicating experiments of three years, minimum of three years of field trials, different geographies. Uh, uh, if you have ever stuck your toe into hybrid development, you know, they look at different hybrids in all kinds of different environments. Genetic by environmental differences is a breeding tool. Uh, very similar concept, I think, would play or does play in microbial applications. And, uh, you know, so if a farmer wants to know if something works on his land like it did for other people, you kind of have two choices. One is you got to rely on the company to generate the data. And that brings in trusted sources, uh, good design, those kind of issues, or or they have to do it themselves. So, mm-hmm. and probably the mix is the best thing, I would say, for them to do that. Uh, you know, w- we've been around for 25 years and have had an awful lot of experience out in the field. Uh, in some cases, there are differences, environmental differences, some that we don't understand very well, uh, you know, and, and can't get our arms completely around. And, and what I like to remind farmers of is the same issues exist, whether it's chemistries, whether it's seed, all those issues are environmentally impacted and performance is impacted because of that. So. I don't like to use it as an excuse. I don't use it as an excuse. In fact, what I wanted people to understand is microbes are going to fall in that same category. We're going to get better at how we formulate, how we deliver the choice of microbes for the specific job. Those kind of issues uh, are very real. And not just at our company, but at others, you can see the progression of products. So we're, we're coming off of uh, if you will, uh, bathtub gin, which uh, some people would swear by, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and we're we're into the fine bourbons, if you will, if mm-hmm. I can make that kind of an analogy, uh, not to rely on alcohol, but you know, that's uh, th- that I think is a reasonable description that that some of these um, more esoteric, if you will, mixtures can have an impact. Now, they have impacts that aren't very well understood sometimes. Plant residue digestion will help your soil tilth in most instances. But you need to have help with soil tilth if you're going to see a difference. Okay? So, uh, whereas uh, something that is nitrogen-fixing plant biostimulant related, you should be able to see that regardless of environment. The intensity may be different, but that, you know, you want to be able to see that. So, well, Doug, I want to talk about this as well, because I think on top of all of this, and we look at the myths and misconceptions, uh, the biological market here today, 
it's gotten pretty crowded. And, you know, you mentioned Terra Max, you guys have been around for 25 years. Well, there's been a lot of other folks who've entered this arena here in that uh, time period. And I think that with things being crowded, it's maybe adding to some of the confusion for farmers. So how can farmers get an idea of what products are available and some clarity on what those products have to offer? Uh, I'm not sure I have anything astounding to say in that situation other than you got to do your homework. Whether that is on-field trials, asking your provider for data sets. Um, You can imagine that over 25 years, we've had an opportunity to understand our products and our approaches uh, better. And we have very large data sets to help farmers understand differential response related to environment, for example. Uh, Those those are kind of uh, uh, some of the guidelines I would give. And, and, you know, essentially, again, I view this as very similar. You don't just go to your seed guy, some people do, and say, give me the best hybrid for my land. Most farmers want to know, and they want to know a little bit more about what the performance uh, criteria were, how it did under those uh, situations, so they can pick. And, and there are plenty of hybrids out there. In terms of the number of, of microbial companies or microbially related companies, um, I, I welcome the gold rush. And that doesn't mean I always enjoy it. but it does give us points of contrast and it gives us competition and and competition is a good thing i i believe right Uh, number one i don't think anybody really corners the market Uh, we have precious few but very good examples in agriculture of the market being cornered uh think uh roundup resistance right and the amount of acreage that was controlled or influenced by that those kind of technologies. Uh, same used to be true for certain hybrids, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, inbred lines that were being used to make the hybrids. At one point in our agricultural history, I think a number like 85% of the hybrids were two basic inbreds that were being used. So, you know, how to how to bring those disparate pieces together to be able to to make a picture understandable, there's no other way to do it than than their homework or to have trusted partners. Uh, and you know, there's only one way to build a trusted partner, and that's be it. <laughs> you know, so you, yeah. you ha- that that to me means you get through the bad times, you solve the problems you have, and you go forward, and you improve your process and your products as you do that. So, yeah, uh, that that's kind of what I think, not kind of, that is what I think. Yeah. I couldn't agree more uh, with that. Great thoughts. So let's work towards kind of putting a bow on our conversation here today and wrap this up. But what should farmers be thinking about now? You know, we're wrapping up the year. We're making decisions and planning for next season. And what would you say for folks if they're looking at Terramax products and they're looking at just their overall plan for their operation for 2024, what do farmers need to be thinking about right now, Doug? They need to be thinking about uh, what their problems are and how they address them and what tools they may use. 
microbes are not a silver bullet. They will help us do some things, some things we haven't been able to effectively do in the past, uh, but they need to put into context their own operation. Climate change is a big, big issue out there. Whether you believe it's real or not, the changes are happening. The environmental things are there, uh, you know, drought, for example. Uh, you know, I've been in ag long enough to know that every year carries with it some drought as well as some drowned out spots. That's just how it operates. So, uh, but in their own specific operation, what are they faced with? You know, and, and what are the problems? Do they have specific problems? Are they general? Are they nutritional? Are they insects and pathogens? I mean, what, are, what do you need to address? And, and in some ways, uh, what new tools might be available to help them address that? Uh, and when I say tools, I am not anti-chemical. I, I, I am use every tool you have in your toolkit because that is what is necessary. And, and we've learned so much from farmers on the performance of our products uh, in some ways, things that I never was familiar with, so I couldn't conceive of. So a farmer needs to be a little bit of a crystal ball reader with that, but they know what their last year was. They know what their last year was, and they can build off of that, and they can address certain issues. You know, whether we get enough rain or not, that's not something any of us can really deal with. We, we don't know. We don't have the tools. Right. Mm -hmm. Make it rain here. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think those people exist. <laughs> no, nope, I don't think they do either. But uh, it, it, a lot of decisions uh, just need to be made. And as you alluded to a couple of times, do your homework, have a conversation. I know uh, in terms of Terramax and your suite of products that you have that can help farmers, I, I'm sure that a great place to start would be on your website, terramaxag.com. And I'm, I'm sure folks can find a lot of great information and contact info and much more there, can't they, Doug? They absolutely can. And, and I'll tell you what, uh, in my time in agriculture, specifically 25 years at Terramax, if we don't know the answer, typically we know who to put you into contact with so we can help. And that's, that is a basis for this. Uh, you know, you got to tear away at some point in time the voodoo veil of all this stuff, yet you still have to recognize the complexity of nature and the systems that we're trying to consistently produce things in, yields, uh, quality crops, those, those kind of issues. And some of the things we can't control, you need to recognize that. Uh, I, I, and then uh, approach and apply the things that can work for you and, uh, and that may give you that opportunity. But by no means, we have a lot of answers about microbes, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but we're not the only answer for you out there. That's, I think, a take-home message. Uh, we can help. Well, we do appreciate the conversation. And again, folks can learn more at TerramaxAg.com. We've been talking with Terramax CEO, Doug Kramer. Doug, thanks so much for joining us. I wish you and yours a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and we'll look forward to talking to you again in the future. Thanks so much. Thank you, Jesse. Merry Christmas to you and yours as well. Appreciate it.